On April the 23rd, 2018, she posted her first mukbang video on YouTube. After 30 videos, in November of 2019, she disappeared. But almost three years later, she has resurfaced. Can the new videos she's posted since reveal to us where she has been and why is she back? This is the story of Kate Yap. And now for a second, imagine if I was to come back. Would the conspiracy theories not just continue? Or would you, on the other hand, get bored of the content and then hate me and spread negativity for different kind of reasons? When nobody expected her to return, she did. I have a feeling this is what Kate Yap's comment section should have looked like. She opened up comments on like three of the videos and only one has a comment section shut off and I am yet to see that type of comment, you know? But like, let's say Jenna Marbles returns to YouTube, okay? Wishful thinking, wishful thinking, I think we speak on behalf of everybody in this universe. Speak on behalf of everybody, you're white. You're white. You can't speak on behalf of I think I speak on behalf of all of the white people that were on YouTube in like the early days and YouTube was their comfort zone between like 2010 and 2015 and they enjoyed Jenna Marbles. I think I speak on behalf of everybody. If she was to return, people would be like, when the whole world needed her, she had returned, she had resurfaced. I think that would be like a general feeling. With the return of Kate Yap, there's always gloom. It always like is that veil of eeriness to that channel, and I think that it will always be like that. So this is why this is the last time we're sitting and talking about this channel, unless there's some huge reveal, there's something huge happening when it comes to this case. But yet again, I had to dig deep. I had to dig deep. This is so far the weirdest mic chat. Mic chat. <laughs> I mean, I am chanting into my mic. Mic chat to this day. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Detective unit, let's go. Interlude over. We are in. We are in. Deep dive. Let's fucking go. Detective unit, if you are new around here, this is not how I sound like 100% of the time. As in, not this nasal, okay? I was sick. I was sick this week. I was supposed to research and write and do a whole different case as the last case of the year. But then, yet again, I was sick. So I was lying in this very bed behind you where I had my hot blankie on and it warms up my ass and I was going down a YouTube rabbit hole, right? And then, you know, like you refresh the feed, you're like, okay, I'm left with literally nothing to watch. And you go on your homepage and the homepage is supposed to know you. It's supposed to know what you desire to watch, right? So uh, a KTUP video reappeared and I saw the timestamp and I was like, oh, damn. Oh damn, I've done like four videos on this very channel. There's a whole playlist. She had returned. She had returned. Nobody had informed me. Well, that's kind of my mistake. It's not like I subscribe to her channel and put like a bell on, which you should definitely bloody do when it comes to my channel, if you like these types of deep dives. So of course, then I lined up in different tabs the four new videos that are on her channel now at the time that I'm recording this. I have watched them. Just, you know, I don't know for what reason I don't like mukbang videos myself to that degree. And she eats seafood and... As you know, if you have watched that playlist, if you haven't, I would suggest you to. But uh, they're not really, like, aesthetically pleasing. 
along those lines, yeah, that was the best, most politically correct way to put that. But uh, yeah, I have watched them and then I was like, okay, no, I need to come back for part five. This is supposed to be a four-parter series. I have to come back to part five to discuss this. But as I mentioned in the mic check, this is going to be the last one. Unless something like identity reveal actually happens, something exceptionally different actually happens, because there's only so many times you can repeat some of the same information. So, that being said, I have mentioned there's already a playlist on this channel, I will link it in the pinned comment below. Because before part five, come parts one, two, three, and four, okay? So I will be replaying some of my own shit, because, you know, I can't copyright myself, you know, you know, I can still include my own videos, from parters one to four. But just to kind of recap how I have done this series, if you haven't watched and, like, want to watch, and what I will be actually playing throughout this video. So part one focused on who she might be, based off of different identifiers, like her facial features, like what she is wearing, what kind of jewelry she has on, her voice, and then also possible theories on missing people at the time, missing people in potential areas where Katie Up might be, her potential origin, like, is English her second, third language, things like that. Then the second part are focused on the wear. So we discussed certain brands of food, uh, different brands of clothing that she might have been wearing in the videos, backdrop of all of the 30 videos that were on YouTube back then, and, like, what is behind her, can you tell us something about where she is, even when it comes to, like, the location inside of the house cutlery and things that are surrounding her in front of her, that are in front of her beyond the food. And then part three and four, I kind of um, let my creativity get the best of me, I would say. Part three was mostly potential captor's point of view, so it came from the perspective of what if she has indeed been held hostage, and why would somebody do that, and what kind of gave us the insinuation that that might even be the case. So, he went fully into that theory, but from, like, the point of view of a potential captor. Whereas part four was her own point of view. You know, like, Katie Up just one day in 2018 decided to sit in front of a camera and eat a ton of food. The rules here are simple. You can, obviously, watch parts one to four, I wouldn't say they're necessary, but I would say it is one of my best works. It has gotten literally hundreds of you to subscribe to this channel. I think that and the Lost Girls of Panama videos, because I watched 30 plus videos, 34 at this point, some of them multiple times, so that you don't have to. And that brings me to the rule number one, regardless of you choosing to watch the whole playlist or just this video, absolutely no eating during watching this video. Just any of the KDF videos. Do not eat, you will gag. I I didn't choose this life. I have done it. I have made the same mistake before. Do not eat while watching those videos. And also there's single, I would say, trigger warning, especially when it comes to part five here, and that is possible eating disorder. That has been the theme when it comes to KTAP channel, so if this is something that you don't want to listen to right now, I would say click out, and I would also say don't watch the rest of this series, because that is really a prevalent theme. She does consume a ton of food in a very limited amount of time. The rules out of the way, let us dive into potentially, and very probably, the last partner on this case. So, 
as an intro if you don't want to watch the rest of the parters and just want to find out roughly what's going on now, what the differences are compared to the past, let me introduce the channel that Katie Up has frosted onto us in 2018. So the nature of this channel is mukbang. It is consumption of large amounts of food in a very limited space of time. And mukbang is sort of a portmanteau, so like a combination of two words, eating and broadcast. And it refers to the act where a person eats a variety of food in huge quantity in one sitting. The term and the activities around it, like people mostly sitting in front of a camera recording themselves eat large amounts of food, have been around since around 2008. This is how I introduced Bakbang in the very first parter of this series. They're technically the eating shows, where the focus is on the abundance of food that is in front of a host. Usually one, but like sometimes they do have guests, and this kind of concept really exploded with the rise of YouTube. This trend became popular in South Korea in 2010, and since it became huge worldwide, the mukbanger that I watch in particular is the queen, that is Stephanie Su. And as you can see, even just from the overview of her channel, usually there is a certain aesthetic to it. The food is like in the first plan. Stephanie Su I watch because she covers true crime stories while consuming that amount of food, while mixing it with ASMR. But the premise of the whole of the channel is the aesthetic that comes with mukbang, with that food looking pretty on the tray in front of the host, looking appetizing for, you know, the joy of both the viewer and the consumer. In this case, consumer being the host. But the aesthetic isn't just limited to the food. These content creators usually focus on how their thumbnails look like, the font in these thumbnails, that the actual food is there in the first plan and then they're sort of in the background. But the idea is that every single thing on that channel looks appetizing, looks inviting, that you want to stay, subscribe, and continue watching them eat these large amounts of food. YouTube was founded in 2005, so Mukbang really as a niche came right with the rise of YouTube. And about 10 years from the rise of Mukbang, one YouTuber decided to create her account and started eating seafood. She'd sit in front of her camera with a blindfold on. Usually, it would look like she's sitting on the floor with a table in front of her and minimal background visible to viewers. She would then devour large portions of food in about 15 minutes usually with minimal sounds coming from her or her surroundings. But it would be the camera movements and the sounds people could hear in her videos that would bring the attention to her channel. Kate Yap's channel, in particular, is a mukbang ASMR channel. So she usually has a tray full of seafood in front of her, except two videos, we'll talk about that later, where she kind of strays away from seafood. In one she eats noodles, in the other one she eats chicken nuggets. The speculations that led to controversies started because of how eerie the whole channel is, but especially when she uploaded a video showing herself bruised when she'd switch off the comments on some videos, and when the wider audience started speculating that she is not alone. Just to show you how different her videos were in 2018, before we discussed the new ones, this 
was the intro to her very first video in April 2018. As you can see, like, her whole nose is covered and we are switched off, the comments are switched off, we are not allowed to interact, but she is talking, like, actually uttering some words. And then we have her first video back, after not posting after complete silence for three years, that was released on the 7th of October 2022. Something that I put in the script is, there's formula, right, that she has cracked by this point. She now has 34 videos, if my mouth has been right on this channel, that are open to the public. And in all of those videos, well, in 95%, I would say, of them, she's eating seafood. This is something that people come back for, to watch her do. She's still using very clickbaity kind of titles for her videos. She still calls it savage eating in the thumbnails. So you know what you're going into when you open a KTAP video. So instead of me going through what I have done in, you know, the past four videos, the rest of this series, I will rather point towards the differences in these couple of videos, because I think that those are quite interesting. Like, has she actually changed? Has anything changed since 2019? Straight off the bat, this video starts quite differently to the others. It seems like she is getting food from somewhere. And then I put in the script immediately as I wrote that down, or are these her hands? And people in the comment were quick to point out that these are the hands of a man. And I would say that they're definitely not her hands, because we have seen plenty of that in 30 plus videos so far. There is no talking here, not much else, rather than her actually sitting down and just devouring her food. We also notice that the branding has changed a bit from what I called generic in the past to a more modern look with her initials embedded in it. Like when you actually look at it, it's kind of genius. I don't want to say genius, right? But it has the K and the Y directly in that logo. So before speaking of what's different in the video, she's back to posting similar descriptors under the videos as well always along the line of I'm fine and I love you, my friends, but they're always tag-heavy to try and drag the views in. It took me a few months to get the hang of this YouTube thing, you know, making sure the videos are scheduled and not just posted without me scanning through them. She could have also inserted anything into the template in the description box, so I introduced one that we kept copying in later videos. Just giving people enough of a teaser, her age, gender, teasing a location in a few of them. Oh, we got the chicken nuggets from Belgium. Oh, she might be French because she is more fluent in French than in English. She might be visiting France soon, as she indicated in a response to a comment of one of her viewers. You still have no idea where she is based. 
she still keeps posting text on screen, which is something that she had done in the past. So, at first, like, beginning of the video, she states what she is eating, like, exactly what food, you know, it's like fresh salmon, etc, etc. And then here, in the very first video back, at the time step 113, she addresses what she knows people might comment about. She says, I'm the only person in this place, no one else. I'm not kidnapped, tortured, or forced to eat, so please stop to circulate this rumor. To which then, in the script, I put, so her English hasn't improved. Like, okay, immigrant, chill, cut her some slack. But, as much as, you know, that's a shady fucking comment to put in a script, no, let's break this down. Let's break this down, because she has now disappeared for three years. The most innocent explanation throughout 34 videos now, when it comes to Katie up to myself, is that English is not her first language, right? That is, I think, what a lot of people and a lot of theories are about, that she might be French or based off of, like, different brands, based off of her style, based off of kind of the accent people have picked up in the very first few videos where she would actually say hi to the viewers. But there are other theories, like, I think there was one theory that, like, she's Belgian, again, based off of, like, the food that she was eating before. So, that would explain a lot, right? Because why would she have to then use English in day-to-day -day life for the past three years? She'd rather never use it, and that's why it had never improved. So, I think that's the most innocent theory out there. Then, what are the other theories that somebody's holding her captive, and that that is why she hasn't used English in the past three years? Again, possible, and a lot of people would agree with that. That she is not the one posting this text and screen, that she is not the one doing the post-production, that could be one as well. I thought of something else, and then I didn't write it down, and now I'm trying to remember it. A few moments later... Oh yeah, that she might be a troll. Right? Like, if she has been trolling us, if everything is done in such a way where she's making a mockery out to people, saying that she's kidnapped, saying that, you know, she is eating this amount of food, that somebody's hearing all of these sounds and noises, I mean, she must have seen the comments, if she is the one behind posting these videos and seeing them go live and seeing what people post, well, in that case, she might be trolling us. She might be, and have done in the past, written all these things in, like, poor English, so that people are like, ooh, spooky, like, she still hasn't improved on her grammar and her vocabulary. So, it might fit the theory that, again, a lot of the audiences that are watching her videos believe, and that is that she has been a troll ever since the creation of that channel, because she knows that that will keep people coming back. I even started communicating with people through on-screen text, and that somehow backfired. I was so excited to engage with the community. I even started using my limited knowledge of English language to write up the clickbait titles so that you are as excited as I was. But then the negative comments started prevailing. This would affect me differently week by week, and sometimes I would have to switch both comments and likes off in order to have a peaceful day of the schedule. A couple of seconds later, there's another message on screen saying, Look at me. I'm very well. I always a good appetite. 
And some are even more skeptical about that second message, wondering why would she need to specify this. She introduced those from the fourth video, and I gotta admit, she got too brazen with them. At first, she only started using text on screen to state what food she is eating, and also to replace those little highs and buys that she did at the beginning and the end of the videos in her whispers. But then, under the pretense of better editing, she starts putting these conversations up on screen. Sometimes she apologizes directly to me. She would say, sorry, I was too up. Next time, it will be better. There was this other time when she said, sorry, my head was too high. I better will take my position next time. Sometimes she would put so many of those that I would get distracted. She would start capitalizing certain letters. She would put a mix of capitals and minuscules, like to spell SOS. She started making only certain letters at the beginning of certain sentences bold, but would then have all of these conversations so that you miss out on it. In one video, she even manages to put the word help past me by boldening the letters at the beginning of certain sentences. It's as if she does and understand that I read the comments. So in the next video, I made sure that she used this text on screen to troll with people. Nobody's torturing me. Oh no, I am lying. In fact, there is people torturing me every day, without even knowing it. All those continuing to spread the rumor. To finish off on the branding, or rather what text on screen might be revealing, in the latest video, so the fourth one at the time of me recording this on the 10th of December, she mentions she has a TikTok account. And it says, like, she put a link to it in the description box. So, of course, I thought I'm gonna have a gotcha moment. And I don't know why I thought that, because I'm fucking stupid. So I went on to her TikTok account, and there's nothing. There's no videos. And really, this time around, on her YouTube channel, there is no engagement from Kate herself, beyond, yeah, putting a link to a TikTok account that doesn't have anything in her description box, or putting some descriptions under the videos. In the past, she would actually answer some comments, she would click like on them. Now we have zilch. The only thing she really sticks to is calling what she does savage eating in the thumbnails. We also have to address the elephant in the room and speak about what we have the most on, and that is what we see. So let us focus on her clothing this time around in 2022. Something that is similar is that she would sometimes cover up what we believe are her identifying features. She is wearing a mask or a blindfold of some sorts. Again, there's one video that she is actually wearing two masks, so I don't know what the purpose of that is, but it genuinely looks like there's two things covering her face. This time, she has a septum piercing in her videos as well, to which I put in the brackets, is she bi? Swiftly moving on from this comment, she has also limited jewelry. Sometimes she wears a bracelet, and I'm wondering again, like, is this real gold? Can somebody tell us just by even watching this video? She has, like, a ring in most videos, but it's just kind of, like, subtle jewelry. Something to point out, and I have pointed that out in the past, her nails always look like they have been taken care of. They don't look like the nails of somebody who hasn't cut them in forever, who doesn't take care of them. They're never dirty. And most of her body is covered up in these videos. If you remember from the original videos on her channel, her hair was always at least partially out. 
you could see the color of the hair change through the time, and here she is really leaving us nothing to work with. Something that stands out is in all four of the new videos, she has a scarf on, and she has the same sweater on throughout all of the recordings. And in the November video, it seems like there is some redness under her eye. We can see a potential branding on the scarf, and some of her hair is falling out of it. Also, she introduces a potential purpose for the mask, as she calls it herself. She would say on screen, this mask keeping me to breathe normally. This is why I breathe through my mouth. To focus on the scarf, it looks like her hair is wrapped under it, and that there is a logo. But it also, to me, looks like the running gear. We know that this is indeed a mask, and that she does have a scarf on, because at the end of the second video she posted, she just dramatically kind of takes them off and puts them on the table as she walks out of the shot. So this is different, in a way of her actually moving more freely in these videos. So I think it was the first one, she actually kind of gets up and you can see her standing above the table in the exit shots of the videos. And then in the end screen of the second one, she does that dramatic drop of like the mask and also the scarf on the table and then just walks out which can be her trying to defeat, you know, put to rest, like, all of the theories of her being chained to that table, possibly somebody keeping her hostage, or yet again, if it was to be a captor, actually, somebody in her room not letting her record these videos on her own, rather forcing her to do so, that has realized, well, this might shut those rumors down. But what is different in particular, and I find extremely interesting, is that she wears a scarf all of a sudden. That is something that we haven't seen before. So pause this video right now and put in the comments why do you think that that is. Because what I'm about to say, when you press play again, might sound like a theory out of the left field, okay? Might sound like the most bizarre thing that you have ever heard, but I haven't seen it online and I have to mention it because it popped into my head like an intrusive thought and then I never dropped it. Cool? Now you unpause me. What if she had converted, as in converted religions, converted to Islam? I don't know, but I have gone down a rabbit hole on that front, okay? And this is from BBC, right? And it just explains how easy it actually is to become a Muslim, to convert to Islam. Because I'm aware of how insane this sounds, I have played the devil's advocate on myself immediately. So, I have put her hair still keeps falling out of the scarf, she does take it off in that one video. The country on her YouTube is still the US. But then, she is covered in every single video, so I think, I guess, we just have to wait for the next couple of videos to come out and see does she still wear the same scarf? Does she still wear the same amount of clothing? And is she still as covered as she has been in the latest four videos? She wears two masks at times, she's wearing the same shirt with different combinations, and just more layers than she did in the past. Also, I have to acknowledge that maybe I'm baffled by the outfit, but in the first video that she posted, I'm just not sure what this is. Like, I was so weirded out by what she's wearing. It seems like someone just 
started putting the shirt on top of something else, but the shirt doesn't go all the way down in either of the videos. Like, let me know what you feel from just these screenshots that I have taken, because is it the same shirt? Is it one kind of crop top, but like with long sleeves over another shirt? What is it? Because here she wipes her mouth and you can see it. You can see what I'm referring to. And I am focusing on her clothing and how different everything to do with just how much she's covering herself is, because it's very unlike what I have mentioned in part three, where we would see skin, bruises, all of the reasons that people actually got alarmed for in the first place. Not to mention her clothing and just how much skin she exposed during those first few videos. Since then, as you noticed, we never repeated the same mistake. And we never slipped up on the most important things, like the blindfold and the handband covering her identifying features. I even had to tell her to address the handband situation in one of those videos and to put text on screen saying that she is not suicidal because I knew that that was going to stir the arguments in a completely different direction, that being the direction that suited me. Another difference compared to what I have seen for the previous parts of this series is she has a handband here, some sort of a handband, but only in one of the videos, only in video number three, whereas this was also more of a constant in her past 30 videos, and this is why people have thought maybe she's hiding some identifiers when it comes to her face, especially her nose and eyes area, and also maybe to do with a tattoo or some sort of identifier, identifier mole, or whatever it is when it comes to her wrist. Apart from that, and apart from the branding, possible branding, revealing like the company that produced that scarf, there's really just less identifiers in these new batch of videos compared to the old ones, where we had a food brand, objects nearby, and a backdrop to work with. That brings us to the background of her videos. So let us first start with noises, because it's the least amount of changes that we see. We have nothing really to work with in terms of her voice. She smiles at times, lifts her thumbs up, but we don't even hear her whisper anymore. She leaves it all to ASMR this time around. As I mentioned earlier in this series, in the past I had a lot more to work with when it came to Kate's backdrop. Whether it was the plants, whether it was the sink, whether it was the room that she was in, there was just a lot more for us to analyze. And then to her left, so sort of like screen is kind of divided like 70-30 in most of her videos, with the focus always being on the tray and on the bottom of her face which also, as we'll talk later, makes me suspect that she is sitting on the floor. So to the left of our screen, so to her right, in a lot of videos it strikes me as a passage, sometimes maybe even with a door open, sometimes clearly being the wall with kind of like a shiny bottom part of the wall. Scaffolders and like people who understand walls are gonna come for my ass. Feel free, feel free. But just from the prevalently white team and from the vibe that I got in the first couple of videos, her obviously sitting eating salmon with a tray and a table in front of her, the logical conclusion would be that she is in the kitchen. 
Between the third and the sixth video, we kind of have that confirmed, because she does seem to be having changed an angle. And we do see kind of the bottom part of the kitchen sink. The focus is still on her, so I can't possibly identify any items on the sink. I would suppose it's probably like a sponge and a soap, but I really can't tell even after zooming in. In the new batch of videos, you have to wait until a video titled I'm Not Kidnapped from November and her latest one in December to get some sort of sense of where she might be in. So, in the third video that yet again is called I am not kidnapped, it looks like there is a chair behind of her. There is some sort of door and then possibly like a bar stool or two of the bar stools. And also, she is sitting in a chair from how I see this. But it seems like she's sitting on the very edge, sort of in a way to fit the angle of the camera. That, if we are to believe she's the only person there, well, she is the one setting that angle up. Then in the latest and her fourth video, we see the same kind of bar stool. I put like this might be a leather. I don't know what you make out of it in the background, but it either looks like she had moved angles in the same room, so that kind of bar stool is more prevalent in the background, or like she had moved rooms. There is also something plugged in the left corner of her, and then there is a plant kind of next to that leather or a bar chair, whatever it is. It is a different space compared to what we have seen in 30 videos before, before 2019, when she disappeared. In my personal opinion, I think that Kate had moved houses since. It would be fair to assume, considering three years have passed. Apart from that, the big point of contention among people online will always be the noises in the background, things moving mysteriously on her tray and her table in front of her, and the possible shadows in the dishes. Here, she only blocked comments on her second video back, so that allowed people to still freely comment and point out the timestamps the same way they have done before for 30-plus videos, and that there's always Reddit, but we see none of that. We don't see as many theories in the comments under her videos as we used to. That still doesn't mean that the word that I have used before to describe most of Kate Yap's videos, the word being manic, still very much stands. There is a manic energy to how she chews the food. There's a lot of jump forwards that kind of just even reinforce the whole vibe of the channel even further, because it seems to me like she's having even more food in front of her than before, and she's still trying to stick to a time frame that had worked for her channel in the past, which is roughly 15 minutes length of her videos, so there's a lot for her to jump forward to, to speed up, in order for her eating that amount of food to fit the length of those videos. Kate also mentions the reason for the speeding up of the videos herself with this text on screen. As you have already observed, I have difficulties to chew the food. In her next video, then, she says she has lost three of her back teeth. The text on screen says, oops, tooth crown fell. Fortunately, the food is soft today. And then she just soldiers on. In that second video, she reiterates, it's not easy for me to chew, I'm missing too many teeth. 
For some, this might confirm something that I have already discussed earlier in this series, a possible eating disorder. She had obviously been suffering with a food disorder. Finally, I have realized just how bad it has gotten after she started losing her teeth. I could have realized that she had a binge eating disorder and decided to profit on it. These kind of purges have people eating much larger amounts of food that they would want to eat. They usually feel disconnected from their eating during a binge, kind of like Kate, and even struggling to remember what they have consumed in the aftermath. And did you know that these binges can be planned just like a ritual? Or they can involve a person buying special binge foods and scheduling this kind of binge? During those binges, and especially if their access to water is limited, they would get dehydrated and as such lose electrolytes. Or I mean, just another thought, she did eat a lot of raw fish. She could have had some health consequences because the fish was raw, because of the bacteria in it. Possibly even a mercury poisoning, leading to brain or heart damage. Something of a definite concern, though, whether it was because of the lack of water that she has been drinking or because of the amounts of food that she would purge on, the lack of saliva caused by this disorder would often lead to something that is known as dry mouth. This would be the cause of her damaged teeth, you see, because saliva washes away the bacteria that would cause the tooth decay. And whether it was dry mouth or whether it was bulimia that would subject the teeth to the exposure of acid from the stomach, I realized the situation is much worse than I thought, and she had to go. At the end of her second video, she even tells us, take care of you and your teeth. She is not using the cutlery in any of the new videos. No pliers, no scissors. There's no tape next to her on that table. And there's no glare of anything in the dishes either that people have pointed towards. No shadow of anybody, no mysterious movement of objects downwards on her table, confirming for some that a third person is in those videos. There's nothing to cut the food and no hob to fry anything while there. No possible weapons if we are under an assumption that she is held hostage. Where the differences lie is that less of her background is showing and there are more close-ups than before. I said this in part 4, but we really have to question ourselves. Does she owe us an explanation as to where she is and who she might be sharing her house with? She's simply a mukbanger on a platform that is sharing her passion with the other people that are into the exact same thing. With that, we come to the last section of the series on Kate Yap, and here, because this is the biggest mystery for people, I had to dig a bit deeper. That is the question that most of the people watching her channel and watching other people analyze Kate Yap's channel would love to have answered. Is Kate Yap alone? The first video she posted when she returned is the only one where I have seen timestamps and people discussing her movements the way that they did before. So, as in the past, as in the earlier parters of this series, I'm going to play you a timestamp. You see if you spot anything, and then I'm going to tell you what I have read about it.
People have said that here it looks like she might be looking towards somebody who is talking to her, and then she kind of tries not to react and goes back to eating her food. Do you see that here somebody might have moved something? And because of that, Kate might have remained silent. In the comments, people have said that this might be a cry or might be a sound, whether it's in the distance of a baby or somebody screaming, and because of that, yet again, Kate is kind of like with her mouth full, trying to swallow that and process it, and she stands still, rather sits still, trying to assess the noise, and then just continues and moves on from this. In this one, people have said that they have seen the camera shake, which I do agree with, but Kay doesn't shake, and her table and food doesn't also move, so it does give people an assumption that maybe somebody is behind the camera. There's another person in the room who is the person that shook the camera for whatever reason. In my opinion, I did notice some pauses here and there compared to, like, when people don't actually point them out, and the camera most definitely moves. But to me, it looks like in this video she's sitting on the floor, or really low in some small-ass chair, and it appears like she might have been close to the camera, because we are to assume that she is. She has chosen that angle. Her camera is probably not much further than my own camera is right now, so if I were to kick this light with my leg, you would see the camera shake. For me, the question is more like, why not edit that out? Why put the text on screen that she puts on screen, that she's not kidnapped, that she's really feeling well? Why put in her videos that her tooth had fallen out and show us that, as she had done in the past? If not, again, for a reason that she knows that that is going to bring the audience, that's going to keep people coming, because they're going to be concerned, they're going to wonder what the hell is happening, like because there's this whole spooky energy about this channel. Bottom line, with the theories and the noises that people have pointed out in the background in the past, there's nothing as extreme as people have pointed out to in earlier videos, and as I mentioned here in part two. And that is things moving on its own. Hey, maybe Kate has ghosts. Honestly, I have replayed some of these so many times, so let me just play them for you. So here you would see the table shake, you would see the bowl just move by itself. That is the one that struck me as the oddest one, because it just seems to literally have moved like an inch forward towards us. But also, I don't see actually anything sinister, because you don't see an arm, you don't see it being like a rough cut between the shots. I don't think that if somebody's legs were like underneath that table, that that is how, yet again, the balls would be moving. 
The only logical explanation beyond the supernatural, if you really don't want to think that the ghosts are doing this, would be that maybe the table is arched so that it's going downwards towards us. And that is why, in certain instances, you know, the ball would slide or, like, the table would shake. And if we are thinking that she is sitting on the ground, well, then her legs are right there you know, have, like, a jilt after eating the insane amount of food that she is. So, like, her knee maybe hits the table and it shakes. Or, like, the knee hits the table and kind of, like, the ball dunks down an inch and then it stops. So it's not like the table's incline is completely downwards because then the whole food would literally be going into the camera. But it's rather that probably she shakes, like, underneath the table and then something just slides towards us. Finally, as I mentioned here in part three, what conclusions can you draw on on someone's identity from all of this? If there is someone there having her under the rest, they were as good as they were three years ago. Unfortunately, one of the risks that I had to take was giving her the glass balls. They did appear to be a lot more reflective than I intended. But again, you just saw somebody move behind a camera. Sometimes you would pick up on my presence from different things, like noises, little whispers directing her, or just me shaking the table, making sure she speeds up. I gave her the desired length of the video. Nobody wants to watch ASMR mukbang video that lasts for 14 minutes. Sometimes you probably heard the sound of me being behind her, just ensuring that the door is shut and all of the noises are left behind. What conclusions have you drawn from seeing my reflection in those bowls? Do you know my gender? My age? The location? Where she's at? She does choose to leave those cuts in the videos. And I let her. Because I get off on the comments that I read afterwards online. And a note here, if this truly was to be a hostage situation, it would be unprecedented, but also movie-worthy and probably the most sinister thing that we are to hear to date. For somebody to have kept a girl captive, let's say, for years, allowed her to then post videos online for three years, sporadically, yes, but had, had complete control under her, completely brainwashed her, for whatever reason, made her stop posting, made her stop doing what she actually loved, for then her to be dormant for three years, possibly move location, possibly change religion, possibly do anything in her power to get her privilege back, to then post again and sit in front of a camera and come back to sort of like a regular schedule, it would be the most sinister thing that we would have probably seen in our generation. For somebody to just get away with something like this for years. So the question is, could it still be true? In her latest video, at the time of me recording this, posted on the 7th of December, she puts this ominous message on the screen. Be careful, friends. Something going to happen in the near future. So what is to happen in the future and what a couple of these differences can point us to? Where has she been and how do we unravel the mystery of Katie up once and for all? Something I can tell you as the person who had now went down the rabbit hole for the fifth time, the sinister theories aren't as rampant. And for many, Kate's return confirms that she is okay, as you can also see from the most of the comments under her videos. 
Like I said in part 4, is it that we are just triggered by somebody's mukbang channel not fitting the bill? That somebody might be putting out a content that isn't as aesthetically pleasing as we would like it to be. The type of comments that went along the lines of wear the yellow shirt to signal to us that not everything is okay in the next video, or tell us that you're okay, Kate, have completely disappeared. So the world might have finally accepted that Kate Yap might just be a woman with an eating disorder, but that she doesn't have to justify herself or her actions or her private life to us. Why would I engage with conspiracy theories and people asking me to wear a certain color to show that I'm in danger when I already addressed most of your questions, whether it is with on-screen texts or in descriptions or as a pinned comment? There is another possibility, however, resounding strongly in the minds of others as the eerie feeling surrounding her channel remains. So whoever I am, I guess the conclusion is that I am good at this. I chose the medium to post these videos on that I knew would respect users' privacy. But also I ensured I made SEO-friendly content that still, to this day, remains the popular niche on YouTube. This in turn ensures I get those clicks, ensures that my click-through rate is low and brings me money without me having to even move a finger. So I guess most importantly for me, I knew that it would make me rich. So you keep wondering where she is, who she is and how we can help her. But what if the reality is that there is no one who needs your help anymore and I have gotten away with it? Why did she return? If she truly enjoyed creating content, why make a three-year-long break? Why not engage with the audience and let them know when you're coming back? Unless the funds were low and she returned with much more clickbaity video titles and a new edge that will inevitably get people talking and get us to watch her content again. After all, you are here. But for the first time ever, there is an actual initiative to find out where she is and appeal to the higher powers to resolve this mystery once and for all. For my own peace of mind, I have signed a petition that I'm sharing with you. Because although we are owed no explanation, the collective feeling surrounding Kate Yap will always be that she is in need of some sort of help. With or without her identity reveal, I hope she gets exactly that. And that is the story of Kate Yap, the end of part five of this series. You let me know what you think about Kate Yap and her channel, and as I mentioned, there will most probably not be a part six unless she decides to reveal her identity or somebody else does, or there is a whole undercover investigation that we are just not aware of that is happening, that people are actually looking in this channel. And by people, I mean police, the FBI, like anybody, just trying to make sure that this woman is okay. And if you are, like, I just can't believe, right, that for three years somebody posts the videos, they disappear, they come back, and that nobody actually recognizes her from everything that we have discussed in the past five parts, that, like, a friend, a classmate, somebody, 
doesn't watch these videos is like, oh, hey, that's that and that person, because maybe KTAP is an alias. And that they haven't conducted a welfare check, that they just don't do a single thing. They're like, oh, yeah, cool, it's Kate doing her mukbang, when the whole world is literally in the comments saying, like, she needs help. Show us that you are okay. Interact with us. Tell us that you are doing all right. I mean, whichever way you see it, I don't know, I would just, if somebody does recognize her, like, have a welfare check. If you know where she lives, get the welfare check so that at least you have a peace of mind as somebody who might have known this girl, known this woman at some point in your life. I don't know. I just struggle to believe that even with, yes, what we have, somebody isn't watching that and be like, oh, hey, yeah, that's the person that lives next door that I have known at some point in my life. I just find it, like, extremely strange. Hopefully somebody did that and we just, again, don't know and they have just realized, oh, cool, yeah, she's safe, she's not in danger, she's just doing this because she likes doing this. I think still after watching these new videos, the four new videos that I have seen, still my feeling is that there is some help that is needed here. She does need some sort of help, whether it is with her eating disorder, whether it is to do with why she had returned, that if she had for the past three years been eating food like this, whether it's bulimia, whatever kind of eating disorder this is, still needs some sort of treatment. Or maybe there is something still a lot more sinister that we just don't know of. I just, in my gut, think that this isn't a healthy drive for her to sit down after having bought this much food, if this is actually her, and just consume it, devour it, and that this is something that happens, well, now kind of on a weekly basis or fortnightly basis, based off of, like, the frequency of the past four videos, like, does it then happen in her everyday life? I just don't know. I don't think it's like a healthy drive because you do watch some other Magdai content, right? And you don't have this eerie vibe. You kind of know like, okay, cool. No, this is something that this person does like once a month, right? They go all out. They go to eat and out, like buy fries and burgers and stuff and sit in front of a camera. Here, you're kind of more concerned as to, is this an everyday thing? And then you're concerned about all of the other aspects. But you let me know, do you think that this is a person that still needs some sort of help? Whether it is mental health, whether it is with her eating disorder, whether it is actual help, like by the authorities? Or do you just think that she's completely fine? Or that she's just trolling us and getting the views because she knows how? And if that is the case, honestly, at this point, it's not even funny. It's just clickbait at this point. It's not even that it's scary or funny, it's just clickbait at this point. Like, her videos don't even, the titles of her videos don't even reflect, like, what you're about to see. So for me, it's truly just clickbait at this point that is just, uh, dodgy. Because she, you know, if, if this is just her and she's just trolling the world, what, to get, like, millions of views and wreck that back based off of, like, the Social Blade account that I have seen, it's mind-boggling because she knows the theories that are on her online. So, yet again, I truly think even if she is a troll, that there is some sort of help that is needed, that she needs some sort of mental health help. Because even in that way, it's not a healthy drive that's making her sit in front of a camera. It is then just 
done for monetary reasons and she knows that the whole world is gonna think like that she is not okay and she thrives on that which that is sinister in a completely different aspect. I just hope after digging into this case for five parters that she has somebody in her corner, whether it is a neighbor, whether it is a classmate, a family member who had checked up on her. And if they have their peace of mind, she doesn't owe us anything. She doesn't owe us an identity reveal. She never will. She just doesn't. I just hope that she gets some help because that is something that I don't think had happened in the past three years, based off of the same amount of manic energy, based off of the same kind of displays. Like, how many times in this video have I said or used my past videos to basically reiterate this exact same thing? Because the differences are really minor, and that is concerning to me. Because it tells me that for the past three years, nothing had really much changed. Like, nobody picked up that phone and said, like, hey, there's this girl that I had, I don't know, gone to school with, have gone to prom with, lived next door to me, go and check up on her, like, welfare check, get it done right the fuck now, and, like, get her hospitalized, get her the help that she needs, because these are the videos, this is what's going on, like, this isn't the person that I know, she's not doing it for the right reasons, or she might be in danger, I just... Don't believe that uh, anybody had done that. So, if there's a single point of this whole series, of these five parters, it is that. For somebody to pick up the damn phone and be like, hey, this is the person that I know, this is the situation, just do a bloody welfare check, just get her some help. Or if anybody else can think of a way that we can do that, apart from the change petition that has been there for the past couple of months, let me know, because I'm really willing to, after obviously doing a deep dive into this, to figure this out, to see how can we actually get help for somebody who is clearly displaying odd behavior on YouTube for the longest time now. How can we actually have an actionable point, actually do something about this? Please let me know in the comments, and I am willing to, to help and to explore that in more detail. But yeah, that is my last video of the year. Will there be another one? Possibly on a brighter topic? Probably not. This is a true crime channel after all, okay? This is what you set up for. But now I shall be seeing you guys hopefully next year with something exciting. Keep an eye out on the community tab, okay? Because if something super extra exciting, not just my face in front of a camera, right, is coming up, in that case I will let you know there in the community tab and I might need your help. I need your help. I might need your help. I might get some bowls, take them, pick them up, and like use them. Sick. This is how guys think, right? <laughs> Probably not. They just have them. Maya. They don't have to like consciously be like, hey, so I woke up with bowls, okay? So I grabbed them and then I just used. Oh god, okay, cool. The last brain cell has been raining, and I am out of this video. I shall be seeing you soon. Where did your mind just go? Please tell me where your mind just go. Men, right? Boys, this is a question for the boys. It is it's instant regret in my eyes. Um, Do you, like, wake up, right? And you're conscious of all of your body parts. You wake up, you're like, damn, I know what's in between my legs. I know what this right hand is for. I know what its purpose is in life. No? Cool, 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 cool. Now I'm thinking about it <laughs> for like a split second. Neither do I. I don't wake up thinking like, yeah, 
This is my body part and this is the function that it serves, alright? This is a stomach that just fucking food. It helps me go to the toilet, go poop every day. I don't do that either. So, so glad we have had this talk. I'm so glad that this channel is just... This is how all of my videos end. I'm so happy that my rambles just continue and that some people actually stick for these parts of the videos as well. Like, truly, I don't deserve you. I truly... Do not. So if you are here by some miracle, thank you for sticking around with me for another year or just going into the weirdest corners of the internet, reading books on those corners or just sometimes watching 34 videos of somebody eating seafood and discussing that online. I truly appreciate it because otherwise I'd just be doing it by myself. Sitting from the camera, nobody watching it, me posting it. That, that would be it. That would be it have to like a vent somewhere, have to have a space and then I wouldn't have people bouncing off like all of those ideas with me like you have done this year yet another year of your soldiering through so I appreciate you, I hope you stick around in 2023 and I hope you keep your eye out on the community box because if I don't come back with another video in December I might need your help on something else that I plan to introduce in 2023, if I'm lucky. I need extreme amount of luck, and yes, I do need my own pair of balls that I will then use in that direction. Sounds threatening, <laughs> sounds ominous. You know what I mean, I just need balls, okay, I just need to fucking like, stop being a coward and move this channel in the direction that I want to move it in, and then we'll all be happy. We'll all be happy, and I will be chatting with some of the best people and like people really knowledgeable on the topics that I want to chat about. It's still true crime. Don't, don't think like I'm changing a niche right now. It's not. I will not start just sitting down and producing mukbang content for you all out of a sudden for no reason. No, I will not. So I shall be seeing you in 2023 and not, there's not gonna be a single other weird word coming out of your mouth right now. No. You will end this on a completely, completely normal fucking note. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. It's like my last brain cell is just there like, ooh, let's do it. Intrusive food. Let's do it. Let's pour a kettle and shove it into a shower. What? <laughs> what would be the purpose of that? Like, why would you... You would fill up a kettle inside of a shower. Why would you use that? Why would you use shower water to fill up a kettle and then, like, make yourself a pot of coffee? But why wouldn't you? Has anybody ever done it? You will not Google this. Oh my god, Google this way. Okay, so filling up a kettle in the shower doesn't really yield too many results, okay? The most commonly asked questions related to this topic um, are around, you know, like, how many kettles do you need to fill up a bath? And, well, if your kettle has about 3 liters, right, like, a bath usually holds about 120 liters. So if my mouth that I have just done for no fucking reason whatsoever, may I add so, is correct, you need about 40 kettles. Why would you be doing so? So is it like, uh, I think, like, okay, if your boiler is not working, right, and you need hot water and you want to still have a bath, in which case... Sure, pop off, I don't know. Uh, then, yeah, you will need 40 kettles. Oh, but because, yeah, you still have cold water. And you go... Wow, um, that was so smart. <laughs> you just witnessed my brain at work. Okay, okay, no, I get it. But still, that's a lot of work. Because then by the 40th fucking kettle, that water in the bath is 
cold unless you have 40 kettles in your flat, which who does that? Do, do you have 40 kettles in your head? I don't know why we are on this topic. I can truly not connect the dots right now in my head as to how we got here. But I'm gonna exit this video now and edit it. And um, you hopefully didn't suffer through this timestamp. And uh, it hopefully didn't discourage you from coming back to my channel next year. 40 kettles though. Bro, by that point, like that buff is cold as fuck. You don't even want a buff anymore. <sighs> Basically, the moral of the story, if your electricity is gone, right, if you don't have hot water, don't have a bath. This is it. This is how you end 2022. Cool. So glad. So glad we have had this chat. I'm out now. <laughs> questioning everything I have ever googled in this life. And I will qu keep questioning that because I'm gonna keep having weird Google searches in New Year's. Bye now. My out, my out. <laughs> Questioning all the life decisions ever made.